Hi, it's Sumega and it's Akshita and welcome to With Love. This is our third episode and we just wanted to add our disclaimers here. You've already heard this before but we just wanted to reiterate while our podcast does focus on mental health in the Desi community, we are not mental health professionals. So if you ever need help, please reach out to professionals. Um, the resources are available on our website. And we also wanted to add that while our podcast does rely on generalizations of the Daisy community, we do not mean to ostracize anyone, but rather we are sharing our own relationship with the Daisy community. Um, so in this episode, we wanted to address the stigma around mental health in our community and sort of how it's a taboo topic to bring up or even discuss. Yeah, because like, Whenever you mention mental health to older generations like our parents or bring up mental health in conversations to our grandparents, like the first thing that comes to their mind is, oh, they're crazy. Like, you know how they always say, oh, you're mental. Mm -hmm. Like they always think we're crazy, mad, stupid. Um, They're always so extreme because I feel like our parents, at least my parents, they're very much like if we talk about mental health they're very much like you are normal or you belong in like a hospital and there's no in between and it's kind of insane to think about right like they always shut it down they're like no you're fine no you're fine there's like nothing wrong with you like although like every like they don't take mental health issues seriously like every Mm -hmm. mental health issue should be taken seriously even if it's something like stress or anxiety like those can lead to long-term issues and they do have like we talked about this in our last episode but like we are like everyone does feel stressed but like we live in an environment where like we can't really talk about that stress so that makes us even more stressed and that leads to like Mm -hmm. long-term issues and like even these smaller scale issues are like associated with craziness you right. know because i think a lot of a lot of our parents are like oh yeah our children are stressed but i don't think they realize that like that stress can form like manifest into like actual like harmful anxiety or things like that you know that stress right. can like, man- manifest into like anxiety and ocd and like things that like require treatment and not just moral support right like it's like by shutting down even the smaller scale issues they're like neglecting larger issues Mm -hmm. such as like long-term depression or like actual mental disability with people so like they just go ignored and there's no regard for it Mm -hmm. like sometimes i i remember we have this like family friend i think um and i think they have like diagnosed or like clinical depression um and my mom has like empathy for them you know like she's like oh yeah I feel bad for them but at the same time she'll be like oh but she doesn't really have anything to be actually sad about yeah that's like such a big topic you're like oh they have so many they have like so many resources around them like they have it seems like they have a good life like why are they actually like Mm -hmm. not okay and it's crazy because like 
people with mental health issues in our community are like usually shut out by everyone mm-hmm. else they're like oh they have this like don't go near them you know mm-hmm. they're like oh you might make it worse like you might make them even more stressed it's like but the way they bring it up is in such a negative way it's so it's so insane because with okay it's it's i don't know if it's like the same with you but with my parents like my parents are the nicest people on the outside like if you're right on in a group they're the most empathetic people you will ever find they're constantly offering offering support they're constantly offering help and they're so nice to people you know they're so yeah. so nice but as soon as we get back home they'll be like oh i wish i didn't have to do this or like i wish like this person didn't need this from me and i'm right i'm sitting there and i'm like i i'm so confused i i just don't get it it's like in you know, a you know way what I'm saying? yeah i do it's like in a way they're mocking them for their struggles Mm-hmm. I feel like even if it's like the smallest help, they're like, "Oh, they can, they can do it." Like, mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, but they never helped me with anything." When like my mm-hmm. parents' struggles are so much different than other people's, you know? Yeah, like our struggles, like nobody's struggles should be compared to each other. Like everyone has their own. I don't know. Like pro- they have their own things to deal with, you know, and everyone has different ways to deal with them, and some people need more help and some people don't and that's literally okay there's like there's so much support but there's also so much like a lack of support mm-hmm. it's like not community. authentic support no 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 yeah and like that leads back to like there's a lack of mental health support like they don't know about mental health so they're not gonna mm-hmm. help people it's with always it. like, like fake support they're like oh i'll like bring you food but then they won't be like, hey, it's always how food. can I help you not? <laughs> Literally, I'll be like really stressed or like I'll like get into a fight with my mom and my dad later will be like, I have some fruit for you. I cut up some fruit. Here you go. And I'm like, thank you. Father, Literally, I'll be like watermelons. In, I'll be like bawling in my room and my mom comes up and she's like, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> Literally, my mom would be like, I made dosa for you. And I'm like, thank you for making me the same thing you've made me every single day. And she's like, you like dosa. And I'm like, you're right. But I probably, you probably were going to make dosa anyways. This is not, <laughs> this is not a new thing. Yeah, she would be like, yeah, just... but it's crispy. And I'm like, I'm so glad your crispy dosa has taken away all of the stress that you've given me today. <laughs> Eat, eating away our feelings. <laughs> sometimes it does work though like they're onto something with that because they cook so well <laughs> they do i think what it is though is like sometimes like 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 we were saying they have empathy but it's never like understanding you know what i mean like sometimes mm-hmm. they'll be like oh you're sad okay like i'll make you food but they don't really have actual like support systems you know, like they don't really know how to accurately support us. And what this does is they just rely on diminishing the actual problem. And I think what they're trying to, I think they think that it's helping when they say you don't have anything to worry about, you know? I think they think that it's helpful when they say, well, you have so many things to be happy about, so 
don't be sad. But like, yeah, they they tend to like diminish like your actual fears and worries and things like that. And what it does is that like it makes you not want to go to them with the small things. And if you can't go to go to them with the small things, then you can't go to them with the big things either. And so now you're faced with like actually like life threatening things. And, and then they're like, why do don't anything you, about. yeah, and then they're like, why don't you come to me for help? I could have helped you with something. And we're like, no, mm-hmm. you like literally don't understand my problems. And like, mm-hmm. even if I try to tell you, like, you always you shut just be them like, no. out and you'll be like, no, you're fine. And, and then like, if something actually does happen, mm-hmm. it's like, hmm, uh, wonder- be like, oh my God, you ruined our name. I hate, uh, <laughs> it that. makes me so mad because it's like so it's like oh because then the rumor mill starts right then it's like everyone else is talking about it too and now they're like oh yeah this is your fault this is on you and like why would you do that like why didn't you and they blame they put all the blame on you they're like oh why did you why didn't you go for help why didn't you ask just like for help why didn't you just do anything sooner oh why didn't you ask people for help like there's therapy that goes to therapy like therapy is so important you know mm-hmm. like if you're actually struggling you should go at and ask for professional help not even just struggling like i think therapy is like beneficial to mm-hmm. anyone and everyone yeah for sure and but like just like the mentioning of therapy is like oh my god like, I don't know how to describe it, but just, like, the stigma around it is so bad. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like, it's, like, they see it synonymous to, like, seeking, like, rehabilitation. Yeah. And if they, they see, know, like, I just want to talk to someone who isn't you. Okay, but then there's also the other, you know what also makes me mad? Like, I've heard so many stories about, like, like they see people in the community like going to like therapists and them not understanding anything at all about like the immigrant experience and that's yeah. also another frustrating thing but that's something like separate outside of the big sea bubble that we don't really mm-hmm. yeah. yeah there needs to be like more representation mm-hmm. within like therapists and stuff but then there's also like the name you know people yeah. are like oh there's an indian therapist like i don't know there's just like a stigma around that also one thing i really don't like <laughs> have you seen uh you know that episode in never have i ever where baby's mom goes to see the therapist yeah. and she's like oh i thought like all therapists were like white people <laughs> literally sat there and i was like girl you cannot do this right now it all like ties back to like the fact that we don't really have a reliable support system and that's really debilitating for our own mental health you know because like we don't really know where to turn to um and like i think that within our own community like if within our own generation i think that we have a lot of competition within our generation where it's hard for us to even seek out help from our peers you know because it's like if you show your weakness to your peers then it might be like oh no like i'm doing better i'm doing worse than this person or they're doing better than me and now you Mm -hmm. have to like work twice as hard to catch up to them you know like it's like showing your weakness is in a way is losing 
it always goes back to competition, academic competition. I feel like, yeah, because I think like our, I think that if we do try to like talk to our peers, they they would work out. Like no one was gonna be like, oh, you suck or something like that. But it's like a personal like pride issue. I think for a lot of the people in the Daisy community, because we've kind of been brought up on like don't show your weakness, like keep your emotions to yourself, like don't like let anyone win like you have to be first you have to be best and like if you show your weakness like if you and it's not like weakness actually but like if you show that you're struggling that means that you lose right you know and so mm-hmm. now you don't have a support system at home now you don't have a support system within the Daisy community and if you do try to go like outside of the Daisy community in our own generation then you have to spend so much time like explaining things and like giving background and being like no this is like normal in kbc household and like this is why this isn't like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you have to spend so much time like with <laughs> um you have to explain like so many of the little nuances of like what it yeah. means to be in a daisy community to like people who aren't yeah, they and just like, like don't get it mm-hmm and also, like, when you talk about, like, how strict they are, like, regarding, like, social life or anything, they're like, you're 18, you're an adult, you can just go do, like, live your own life. And we're like, no, it's like, that's not how it works. So now we're left with, like, no support system. And, like, where do you go from there? You're just kind of, like, stuck to yourself, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't know. It just, it just like, makes you feel like you're so alone. And it's kind of mm-hmm. insane because, like, there's so, like, the Daisy community is so large, so much so that it's, like, overwhelming, right? Like, I was literally talking to someone today where they were like, I literally know every single person here. I know, like, every single bond person here, and I hate it. Like, I don't want to know these people. And, like, I didn't really grow up in a, like, predominantly brown area so I haven't really been exposed to like being surrounded by the Daisy community um but like I had like I had some exposure and like I'm I have my family is like super traditional so like I'm fine with my culture and everything like that but like I never really got into like being in like an actually Daisy community so I don't Mm -hmm. really know the trauma that comes with that but my friend she was talking about it and she was like this like I hate it like I hate knowing everyone here and what I've deduced from that is that like even though there's like an overwhelming amount of busy people and there's like an ever-present sort of community like you're still like always alone or like there's so much toxicity within the community where it's like you don't actually really know anyone you can't really actually rely on people yeah, because, like, if you go to one person and you, like, think they're your friend and, like, that big, in that in that large of a community, like, you, it's a gossip, you know? Like, if you tell mm-hmm. one person, they're gonna tell someone it's else and then, it'll, it's and then it'll, like, end up in every auntie's mouth. Literally. It really does. Everyone. Like, um, we really do end up in being our parents. Oh, yeah. Like, we have to find a way to break that cycle. I mean, like, that's what our podcast is about. Like, initiating that conversation. 
so mm-hmm. people don't feel so alone but also like how do you break away from that that's all we've known like because like the brown like gossip community is like, you're so always, bad like so so much of our generation is like oh i hate like when aunties gossip but then they do the same thing no and here's like, the thing no listen here's the thing my mom she's like you know if you do anything at college everyone from our neighborhood is at your university so like if you do one thing and someone else sees it your our entire town is gonna end up knowing about it so like be yeah. careful like which that's is terrifying like which that's is terrifying yeah and i'm like okay well <laughs> you know what yeah. do, like what do you want me to do <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's so awful too because it's not as if like the other brown kids. Like I've seen brown kids and like I'm pretty mellow, you know? Like I don't It's I'm, like it's not like I don't they do don't anything. Do things. Yeah, it's there are so many people that I know that like as soon as they got to college, they went crazy. Like they literally they went crazy. Like they got that piece of freedom. It's like they independent. Did not know how to handle oh my god. People. It's like they're independent from their parents and they just like cuz they're free in a way from all that strictness and like constant like control mm-hmm. and they don't know how to act cuz they've been controlled like for their entire lives and now that they're not they and don't know like, how no to self control whatsoever and literally it's like like and I, I really do think it's like a coping me- mechanism and i think it's really just like a way to escape and stuff like that but still mm-hmm. like it could have been prevented if you had like a understanding and supportive you know like family taught you know yeah um so i've noticed that the lack of support isn't just in our parents generation but it's also in ours as well and our podcast is all about breaking these cycles that like contribute to like the lack of self-care and the lack of mental health awareness in our community. I think that in order to create a support system in the generation above us and in order for us to be able to um, demand a a support system from the generation above us, I think we also have to demand that from our own generation. Because I think it's really clear that like the support system doesn't really exist in either generation, you know? I think that it's really cool to see that like people in our generation they really have they don't really have anyone to turn to whether it's our parents or even our own peers. And I think that we have to ask the question of how can we create that support system? How can we come together and look past our own pride and look past the fact that like we're sort of all in the space we're we're competing to be the best or competing to be the first how can we look past that and place more emphasis on self care and our mental health rather than those external things mhm so with that being said the point of this episode is to spark conversation within our own generation and within our parents generation to slowly help break these stigmas around mental health um and this is in no way to like bash our parents and um their generation but it is a call of action to do better so that 
um, coming generations will have better resources and a better support system. With love, Akita. And with love, Sumega. Bye. Bye.